Welcome back to another episode of the Balance Theory Podcast. I'm your host, Erica, and in today's episode, we are going to be talking about why fallouts help you build your foundation, why they are critical to your self-growth. Now, when I talk about fallouts, that could be in any area of your life, whether it be a fallout in a relationship, whether romantic or personal, a fallout in a prior job, or just anything in general in your life that's been a bit of a fallout. This might be something that's happened in the past that you feel yourself clinging onto, and it's like holding you back you can't move on you feel like it's just been this yuck situation that you haven't been able to progress from or maybe it's something you're going through right now either way in today's episode we're going to talk through some practical examples of what that looks like and give you some really key questions that have helped me in the past to move on and kind of grow from these moments of fallout and how we can actually leverage that to learn a thing or two to progress us on to the next Dear Balancer, I know you're a determined person on the lookout for ways to live a more fulfilling and balanced life, but you're busy. And if we're being honest, that busyness often comes at the expense of your priorities. The Balance Theory podcast is made to teach busy bees just like you how to find and own your own definition of balance so that you can become unapologetic in how you choose to spend your time. I'm your host, Erica, and together let's find your unique balance. So I want to start off by saying that I think it's really natural for us to fear fallouts. They can feel like a failure or a setback. You know, think think back to a time where a relationship hasn't worked out or a job or a relationship with anyone in general, you know, those things that we set out to hopefully become something fruitful and then it doesn't can be really disappointing. And more often than not, we can view it as a failure. But I really want to challenge this perspective today. And the reason I want to do that is because I think these moments offer us a really big opportunity of self-discovery and self-growth, even if it doesn't feel like it in the moment. What I think it boils down to, and it took me a long time to kind of wrap my head around this, is it gives you an example or a real life mock-up of what you like and don't like. It becomes your point of reference for things in the future. So imagine you never had a relationship in your life or you'd never worked before. The first thing that comes along is what you're just going to accept as your reality, right? You've got nothing to compare it to in the past. But what if it's not really the right relationship for you or the right job? It's really hard to know that. Just intuitively, you kind of learn along the way. And so when you do have these situations where things don't work out, it is an opportunity for you to say, okay, well, now I know that that's something that I don't like or that I don't need. I think this is really key. Like I keep focusing on relationships and work, but I think it's most prevalent in these two because especially with work, I mean, think of how many jobs you've had that you're like, well, now I know that I don't like that thing. I know there are people listening who even studied something, worked in a field and then thought far out, this isn't something that I like. You know, people changing uni degrees halfway through whatever the case may be but the thing that we need to realize is when we label these things as fallouts we bucket them as something negative when really it's just giving you a little bit of insight into something you wouldn't otherwise know is not what you like and I think sometimes these fallouts if we view them in this negative lens that we were speaking about before can push us in a little category where we kind of hold on to them like as a grudge Uh, especially if it's like a relationship that didn't work out rather than viewing it as an opportunity for us to move forward. So I just want to talk about a couple of examples across the key areas of our life where you might currently be feeling this. It might be something you felt in the past where these fallouts can very commonly occur. And then I want to share just two really, really key 
and I think profound questions to ask yourself to help you actually move on or see the light in the situation because it's not always the first thing that comes to mind. So let's talk about relationships, right? I keep harping on about those, whether it's romantic, you know, even relationships with colleagues, friendships. I think I've experienced this mostly with friendships, fallouts there, especially in the last few years as I've grown and changed. I'm sure most of you have had a similar experience. The reality is that especially in this area of our life, it can be really painful and disheartening when something like this happens. It, it really stings, especially if it's one-sided. But instead of dwelling on this negativity, we can shift our focus into that energy of viewing it as a learning experience. And I want to say it, I don't think we should try and undermine the pain we feel. I think we need that has a place and we need to let all of that process. But I think when we take charge or take the opportunity to understand, okay, well, what can we actually learn about ourselves? Even if we have to dig really, really deep, then I think it can actually help us get a lot of clarity around our expectations and desires. So I'm going to share a personal example of mine. The relationship that I was in when I was about 18 years old, the personality of that person really allowed me to see what I needed or didn't need at different moments in my life. So when we got together, it was at a moment in my life where there was a lot of turmoil and upheaval happening in my family. My parents were getting separated. My dad was moving to Melbourne. There was a lot of shifting and changing And so I needed someone to be my constant, to be there for me no matter what. And this person's personality was the type where they just wanted me all to themselves. And when we first got together, that worked so well for me because I also needed someone who was that indispensable to me. But as time moved on, as I emotionally, you know, processed and regained my sense of balance and self as life kind of panned out and just worked itself out, You know, I came back to that independent social version of myself, which I had admittedly suppressed in those few years and no regrets. You know, I feel like that's what I needed at that moment in time. But as I shifted as a person, as I came back to myself, as I had finished processing everything, that relationship style no longer worked for me. And there was no willingness to kind of grow into this new stage of our life because that was that person's personality and what they needed from a relationship. So... As you can imagine, that obviously didn't work out long term. But what I'm trying to say is if I hadn't had that experience, I wouldn't know that now being with someone like Anj, who is super independent as well, very respective of my personal time, encourages me to do things outside of my comfort zone and without him. You know, I remember I did an exchange in Nepal when I was at uni and he was the one that pushed me to do it. I met two of my bestest friends on that trip. And it was such a beautiful experience. But what I'm trying to say is if I hadn't had that previous experience, that prior falling out with somebody else, it wouldn't have given me a point of reference to know how much I valued someone like Anj, how much that was so right for me. So again, if you drill down to maybe you've had a similar experience with past friendships or romantic relationships, it really helps you set your expectations and desires. You know, maybe you thought that you wanted someone like what you had. But then as life progressed and moved on, you grew or changed as a person, you start to reset those things because you have a point of reference. And so you can never, never, never regret the situations or relationships you've been in because it wouldn't leave you in the position that you're in today. So I think this is probably the biggest one that a lot of us are going to resonate with. But I think this self-awareness, right, and just understanding and accepting that everything is a part of your journey and that it teaches you something along the way is so important for building healthier and more fulfilling relationships in the long term. 
A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Another one I think is a bit tricky is this sense of dissatisfaction or feeling like you're having a bit of a fallout in a job. Right. If you feel like you've been you've had a little bit of a setback or maybe you've, you've left something or maybe it just didn't work out. Right. It wasn't what you thought it was going to be. I think the real beautiful thing about a professional setting is that fallouts in work really highlight a misalignment. Now, that could be either with our skills, with our passions or with the work environment in general. It really sticks out like a sore thumb that one or two things that just weren't a good fit for you. And that then becomes your criteria for when you're looking for another job. You know, maybe the nature of the team is something that's really important to you. And you make sure to ask about that as you're being interviewed. You know, what types of age groups there are. For example, maybe you've worked in a role in the past where you've had not that many people your age and you found it wasn't as welcoming the environment for you and you didn't feel like you really belonged in that space. And so maybe in your next role, you want to ask, are there people in their 20s and 30s? not to be ageist, but sometimes you just mesh better and have more in common. So little things like that, even, you know, a flexible working from home arrangement, did that work out for you or didn't it? Little things like that that you pick up along the way, I think are really essential to forming your ideal. And when I say that, I want to just be clear that that's your ideal at this moment in time. And that is prone to change as time goes on too. So it might be a case that you've just been out of alignment, or it could be a case that you've just grown. And what was once your ideal is no longer your ideal. And I think being open and receptive to that and understanding that these situations are here to show us or push us when we need to make those changes is a really, really important reframe to make the most of them. All right. So how do we make the most of these situations? I understand and I know and I'm hearing you that it's they suck when they happen you know when you've had a friend for 10 plus years and then you realize that they're a little bit toxic now that you've grown up and you're adults and maybe it's not the friendship you thought it was anymore and you're having those feelings of needing to let it go or maybe you've already started to let it go and you're feeling really crap about it maybe you've got that same feeling towards a job right so how do we make the most of these situations in times where we feel so wound up and yucky and disappointed really i think there's two really important questions that i've tried to use in the past and feel free to kind of beef this list up if you want to add more questions to it that you feel would help you in moments like this and like being proactive and kind of having this just as a notes on your phone or just saving this episode and coming back to it later is, is a good way to not kind of get stuck in the moment we're like oh what was i supposed to do again it's good to just have it on the side Uh, But basically, really two simple questions you can either journal on or reflect on is what did I learn about myself? Did I learn that I no longer like to go out and party anymore? Did I learn that I no longer like shopping? Shopping isn't something that binds me with this person anymore, this friendship. Did I learn that I actually don't like a hybrid working model and I really like working in the office 24-7? Did I learn that I no longer like doing admin work and I want to be working in a space that's a little bit more creative? Did I learn that I'm not really a team player and I prefer to work on my own? There's definitely at least one, if not multiple things you can learn from any fallout, any type of situation that doesn't work out the way you thought it to work out. And once you kind of pinpoint that, the next thing you can ask is, well, what can I do differently next time? And this is a little bit 
dependent on the situation. But for example, if it's in a job situation, that could mean, well, what's your criteria for the next role you're looking for? What are your non-negotiables? Like these kinds of situations and questions are actually what frame our non-negotiables that we use for each of the balance areas of our life. And ultimately you only get to those by having these polar opposite situations where you learn what you don't like so that you know when you do find something you like, you know that that thing is good. You know how it makes you feel because you have a contrast. Another really good thing to remind yourself is a little bit of a zoom out technique. And it's just to remind you that everyone experiences these. And I found, I had a guest on a few weeks ago who shared that in her own self-reflection, one thing that really helped her was to remember that she's not the only one going through this. And I don't know about you guys, but for me, I found that really, really comforting because often when we're doing self-reflection or we're trying to practice self-compassion, it's very much inward and about ourselves and that's really really important but this gentle reminder that we're not the only ones that go through these types of experiences i find super comforting and almost just like a little nudge to remind me that's just a part of being human there's nothing wrong with me and this is you know not the last time you're going to go through something like this but each of these things are necessary to land you exactly where you need to be to push you on to the next thing Because if you don't feel discomfort, if you don't feel uncomfortable, if you don't experience these situations where you're pushed to be introspective, to think about what you want, then you would never make a change. So for whatever it's worth and for whatever you're feeling, remember that this is part of your journey. A fallout, whilst it can feel really terrible in the moment, is not the end, but actually the beginning of something else that you're going to be making space for opening up for it's kind of like you've got to shake out whatever you're experiencing or whatever you have in your life at the moment to make way for something new and that change is never comfortable but try to embrace the lessons that come out from it it will help you cultivate resilience and ultimately what i think is a really beautiful thing is it helps you create an understanding of what your balance requires and needs or by contrast what it doesn't need as well And all these wobbles, all these windy roads along the way is what actually leads us to where we're supposed to be. If you guys love this episode, please leave us a review or rating on Apple or Spotify podcast. You can scroll down to the bottom of all the episodes on Apple and drop it there or on Spotify. It's at the very top. Also on Spotify, we've got this really cool function, which is a Q&A button towards the end. Guys, use that to request any episode subject matter that you want anything you want to communicate, any comments you had on this episode. If you feel like I left some stones unturned, then drop me a comment there. But otherwise, you can also connect with us on socials. I'm very, very active there. Have a great rest of your day and we'll see you all on Monday for another guest episode.